Welcome to episode 103 of the Business Fabulous Podcast. And today we are talking about how to create epic clubhouse rooms your audience loves, how you can grow your online business with these amazing rooms, and I'm going to give you the strategies to do it. Stick around for the details. Hey there, I'm Bonnie L. Frank, former teacher and college professor turned entrepreneur overnight who started a coaching business from scratch and coached thousands of business owners worldwide to grow their businesses, and I saved them money doing it. After producing over 4,000 live stream broadcasts, I thought it was about time for a podcast. This podcast, where I share easy hacks for your business, your money, and a fabulous life. Are you ready? It's time to get fabulous. Welcome back to the episode. Today, we're talking about Clubhouse again, but not in general. I'm talking about very specific strategies so that you can create epic Clubhouse rooms your audience loves and that will grow your business. And these are very specific strategies. All right, you ready? You might want to take notes. Yes, you might want to take notes. I am going to tell you that these strategies came from me going in several different clubhouse rooms. And although the information that was shared was great and the discussions were great, there were certain parts of certain clubhouse rooms that I started to write down notes about what not to do. And I've done this a variety of different times since December of 2020 when I first got on clubhouse. I've done this a variety of times. And, you know, every clubhouse room is different. Every clubhouse host is different. Every moderator is different. Every discussion is different. And clubhouse takes the stance of creator first, which I actually really love and admire. And creator first means that whoever the clubhouse creator is, it's their decision on how they run the room. They get the first choice. They get to decide to run that room however they want to run that room. And Clubhouse is all for that, and I'm all for that too. But because of that ability, different rooms are different, right? Every room's different. And sometimes I will notice things that happen inside Clubhouse rooms, and I'm like, ooh, that was not good, or ah, really wish they didn't do that, or ooh, that, that was a turnoff for me. And I started to write down notes about different things that I would see from time to time when I was in different clubhouse rooms. So this episode is all about that. One thing that I have noticed is that sometimes when people are the moderators, the hosts, sometimes when they are on stage, they're actually talking at the audience. They're talking at them. They're not talking to them. They're not talking with them, and they're certainly not having a conversation. They are literally talking at them. And when you talk at somebody, it is very different than speaking to that person. When you speak to somebody, you're looking at that somebody as an actual human being. You're looking at that person as, yes, I'm having a conversation with you. I'm speaking to you. I then am anticipating that you're going to speak back. We're having a conversation back and forth. We are sharing information, we're, we're sharing views, we're sharing perspectives, we're sharing thoughts, we are having a conversation. Well, 
sometimes, and it depending on which rooms you go into, it might be a lot of times, sometimes people talk at the audience. It's not like it's a conversation at all. They're just talking at them. It's almost as though the audience isn't even there. It's like they're just sort of talking at blankness. It's a really weird feeling when you're in the audience of a clubhouse room and you realize that the person who's on stage speaking, they don't care if you're there or not. They're literally just talking at you. It's, it's like when you hear about talking heads on TV, like that's how I feel. That's how I felt anyway. When I would go in these rooms, I felt like I was being talked at, not spoken to. And they certainly weren't inviting me to come up on stage and have a conversation with them. Please, please, please do not talk at your audience. Speak with them. Speak to them. Invite them to be part of the conversation. Invite them on the stage. And I'm going to tell you why people don't. This is my personal opinion. I do not represent anyone except for Bonnie Frank. My opinion on this is that when people do not allow other people up on stage, whether it's you or someone else, when they do not allow people up on stage, I think this is why people do this. I think that people do not let other people up on stage. They don't allow them up on stage to ask questions. They don't allow them up on stage to make comments. They don't allow other people up on stage, or they are very, very selective about who they allow up on stage. In other words, like they just allow their friends up on stage. And I think that people do this because they are fearful. I think they do this because they know they don't totally know what they're talking about. This is my personal opinion. I think that they know that there's a very limited amount of information that they actually have available about whatever topic they're talking about. And so they're not really going to allow anyone or many people at all who they certainly not anyone who they don't know up on stage. And they're definitely not going to let anyone make a comment because they don't want any comments. They only want questions. They want the questions directed to them. And they're going to be very specific about who they allow to even ask questions because they want to make sure that the person asking a question is going to ask a question they can answer. I think that people who do not allow people up on stage are afraid. And I think that they're afraid because they realize they don't quite know everything that they are pretending they know. People can seem whatever way they want to seem on social media. And remember, Clubhouse, although it's, it's an incredible platform, and it's a platform where you can have conversation with people that you might have never in your whole life been allowed to have a conversation with or or you you might not have ever come across them in your life, right? Or like, when could you be on the same stage, for example, as Paris Hilton without buying a ticket? Like, when could that ever happen to you, right? But it can sure happen on Clubhouse. And you can ask a question and she can answer your question right then and there. And whether it's Paris, we're on a first name basis, not really. I mean, I wish, but anyway, she's a great business person. You can mock as much as you want. She's a very, very savvy businesswoman. So there are loads of people all over Clubhouse that you might never have had the opportunity without buying a ticket or maybe not ever had the opportunity to be in the same vicinity with. And now you can be on stage with them and ask them a question and get their 
answer in real time. And it's really from them. It's not from an assistant. It's not from Wikipedia. It's really honestly for the, from them. That's an amazing experience. But not everybody allows that to happen. And I think that the people who don't are afraid. I really do. I think the people who don't allow people up on stage are people who are afraid and they're afraid of being found out. And this is not a popular opinion, I don't think, or at least it's not one that people actually voice, except for me because I am me. I think that people are afraid. I think that if they allow people up on stage, it's not going to take very long before somebody asks them a question. They have no idea what the answer is and they can't fake their way through it. And a lot of times it happens pretty darn quick. And so they definitely don't want that to happen. And they're never going to allow comments because they don't want, dear God, the possibility of somebody coming up on stage and actually showing them up. That's what I think. And I have been in rooms where people only allow people who literally are part of a certain club. They only allow people up on stage who are part of this club. You know how you get to be part of the club? You pay money. Then you can go up on stage and ask a question. But nobody gets to make a comment. You are only allowed to ask a question. And see, the difference is when you ask a question, you are basically showing that somebody up on that stage knows the answer. In other words, you don't know the answer and they do. But when you're allowed to make a comment, now the tables are turned. And now it's not necessarily the all-knowing expert and the person who needs information. Now it's more of a collegial situation. And I think that people are very fearful of that. Just my personal opinion. Feel free to DM me. Feel free to email me at listener at bonnielfrank.com or leave me a message on my SpeakPipe. You can go to speakpipe.com forward slash business fabulous, or you can go to my podcast page, which is right in the middle of my website, bonnielfrank.com. Click on podcast right in the middle of the page is a bright orange button. Click that button and leave me a voicemail message. You can talk for up to 90 seconds. Trust me, it's actually a long time. Leave me any kind of feedback you want on this, anything, because I invite the feedback. Let me know what you think. Do you think people are fearful? Do you think I am hallucinating? Do you think I am the only person who thinks this stuff? Do you think everybody thinks this and nobody's saying it? Do you think any of this is true? I would love to know what you think about it. So I think it is absolutely crucial that you invite people up on stage. Clubhouse is meant for conversation. And I say this every single day that I host a clubhouse room, which is on the average once a day. And the mission of Clubhouse is this. The mission of Clubhouse, and most people don't even consider this, let alone uh, have ever heard it before. The mission of Clubhouse is to have deep and meaningful conversations with people from diverse backgrounds and perspectives. That is literally, word for word, the meaning of Clubhouse. Well, if the meaning of Clubhouse is to have deep and meaningful conversations, but you're never letting people up on stage to ask a question or make a comment you're really not inviting deep and meaningful conversations. You're simply creating whatever type of conversation, quote unquote, you want to have. And that's already been predetermined before you, you opened up the room. In other words, there's no conversation that's happening. 
It's just basically like a performance because there's no reason to have a clubhouse room if you're simply going to have a conversation with just the other people on the stage. You don't need to open up a room and allow other people to join that room if you never intend on answering any of their questions or allowing them to ask questions or make comments. Then it's really just a performance as far as I can see. Now, sometimes it totally makes sense. And sometimes people set the tone ahead of time and they're like, hey, you know, a lot of times we let people up on stage. Today, we're not going to, but this is why. We're doing a panel discussion with these people and they say who the people are and so-and-so is the moderator and they're going to ask the questions. And then everybody on the panel gets to answer it from their own perspective. And that's how this particular room's going to go. So they let them know from the beginning so that people don't, you know, they're not upset. They're not wondering what's going on. They don't understand why the hand raising is turned off. They totally understand what it's going to be like from the beginning. That's totally, that's fine. That's great. That's a wonderful use of Clubhouse. And I'm sure that if they do something like that, that would be a really interesting panel discussion to hear. But that is a very different scenario from having the title of the room be whatever it is, opening up the room to the public or opening up the room to everybody who is a member of whatever, you know, free club there is on Clubhouse. And then when you open up the room like that and hand raising is on, or especially when you open up the room and you don't say at the beginning that this is a panel discussion and hand raising is turned off and this is the way this situation is going to go, when you don't set it up like that, then you're really, I think you're doing a disservice to the audience. I personally don't think there's really any reason for the audience to be there, but you're definitely doing a disservice to the audience because you're kind of setting it up like, oh, okay, well, they get to raise their hand. They get to click that hand icon button and they get to raise their hand, but really they don't. And that, if you're in the audience, if you're on the receiving end of that kind of a situation, it's really a little disillusioning. It's frustrating. It's disillusioning. It's disheartening. It makes you sad. And it's frustrating. It definitely is frustrating, especially if you really want to ask a question to somebody and no one's allowing you to go up on stage, but maybe you see other people get to go up on stage and you're raising your hand and no one's letting you up, but they're letting all these other people up. And that has happened to me before. Everything that I talk about, I'm talking about from something that I have personally witnessed on Clubhouse or you know, personally experienced or personally witnessed. So anything that when I'm talking about Clubhouse, I'm talking about personal experience. So either I saw it happen or you know, I heard it happen on Clubhouse or it happened to me, one or the other. So it's not like, oh, somebody told me this happened. Anytime I talk about Clubhouse, I'm speaking from personal experience on some level. So I think it's really, really important that you invite people up on stage and that you invite questions and comments. Nobody who's up on stage should be afraid of any question or any comment that somebody's going to ask. You really shouldn't. And you can always check out people's bios. You can check them out, see what their bio is. You can vet them on Twitter. You can vet them on Instagram. You could do all of those things on Clubhouse. And if they don't have anything in their bio and you have a rule like I do, if you have no information in your bio and or you don't have a profile picture of you, you're not going to come up on my stage because I don't know. I literally don't know one thing about you. But if you have a picture of you and you have some information in your bio that speaks to some level of professionalism, then I will probably 
let you up on stage. And it's not just me. It, you'll see this all over Clubhouse. So I really do not see the fear. I don't see a reason for the fear. If you know what you know, if you really are an expert in your field, you should never be afraid of a question that someone asks you. And you should never be, you know, not wanting comments. Comments are part of conversation. Questions are part of conversation. That's what conversation is. And that's what Clubhouse is about. And nobody should be afraid of that. Clubhouse is not for monologues. A clubhouse is not a webinar. Clubhouse is not about speeches or webinars. That's not what it's for. It's for conversation. People are not coming to your clubhouse room to be talked at. They're not coming to your clubhouse room for a webinar. That's not what they signed up for. A webinar is something that you specifically sign up for. It's a certain day and time and you expect that webinar. And you know pretty much how a webinar is going to be. Clubhouse is not meant to be like that. It's meant to be a conversation. And when people speak at people, the people they are speaking at, in other words, the audience, the audience is not feeling valued in any way. The audience is not feeling as though you're interested in them being there in the slightest. Like, why are they even there? Why did they even come? You're not letting anyone up on stage. You're not allowing anyone to make comments. It's like I just got a free ticket for a play, but I didn't realize it was a play. I thought it was going to be a conversation that I was going to be able to participate in. And really, it's not. It's just a performance. I think it's really, really important. And I also want you to, to think about this. When you're talking at your audience, you're talking at them, you're talking at them, at, 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 it's kind of like you're throwing, it's kind of like you're throwing things at them. Like you're throwing information at them, more information and more information and more information. It's like an avalanche of information is falling on their head. And by the time you're done, they're just completely overwhelmed. They're like, what? What just happened? What just happened? They just like went off on just like a whole monologue. What? And it's a confusing, overwhelming, and really not a great feeling when you're on the receiving end of that. And I think so often people who host clubhouse rooms, whether they're hosting it by themselves or whether they're part of a panel, I think that a lot of times they really are not considering the audience at all. And that is so odd to me because without the audience, there is no clubhouse. There literally is no reason for clubhouse without the audience. Otherwise, you might as well just go on Zoom with a bunch of friends and you can use the free version and talk for 40 minutes and you don't have to create an app and it gets to be free and everybody can even see everybody and talk and do whatever you want. You don't need Clubhouse for anything like that. But if you allow people in the room, I think that unless you are literally letting you know from the get-go that it's a panel discussion, hand-raising is off, or it's uh, we're doing the Sophocles play, and unless you're part of the play, you're not going to be able to you know, go up on stage, like right? Like that kind of thing. Unless it's something like that, it really is understood that at some point people are going to be able to click that hand icon, raise their hand, and have the opportunity to go up on stage and ask a question or make a comment. 
That's how it works. That's how Clubhouse works. That's what Clubhouse is about. And when people don't do that, when they're not considering the audience at all, and they're also not considering the mission of Clubhouse, the fact that it's all about conversations, not surface conversations, deep and meaningful ones, not deep and meaningful ones with people who look exactly like you and think like you. No, deep and meaningful conversations with people from diverse backgrounds and perspectives and people who do not keep that mission in mind at all, let alone top of mind. People who don't, in my opinion, will never have as successful clubhouse rooms as they could, and they definitely won't have epic rooms that people want to always come back to. In my opinion, it's impossible for those two things to happen together. You have got to keep the audience top of mind. You've got to consider the audience's feelings. You've got to consider the fact that those audience members, they are real live people. Even though you can't see them, you just see the little avatar picture, but you can sure hear them and you know they're there. The fact that they took time out of their day, they could have done anything in the world that they wanted to with their day, and they took time out to go to your clubhouse room, you should be grateful for that. And you should absolutely invite their opinions, invite their comments, invite their questions. 100%. You should not be doing speeches. You should not be doing webinars. This is not time for a monologue. You should not be talking at them. Please do not do that. So I'm done with my monologue, but I would love to know what you think about this. I feel obviously, I'm sure you could hear it in my voice. I feel very strongly about this. And it's really frustrating for me because I see the beauty in Clubhouse and I see the beauty of, of what can be, of what can happen when you do have deep and meaningful conversations with people from diverse backgrounds and perspectives. I see how I personally have grown. I've definitely grown professionally, but I also see how I've personally grown and how others have as well. And I see the beauty in that and how that could change everything. But people who go into Clubhouse and are only talking at people, I think that that is really doing a disservice to the people in the audience, and it's not at all what Clubhouse is about. So I would love to know what you have to say about this. Feel free, please, to reach out to me. You can DM me on Twitter. You can DM me on Instagram. You can inbox me on LinkedIn. You can email me at listener at bonnielfrank.com. You can also leave me a message on my speak pipe if you would like to speak voice to voice. I would love that. And I respond to every email. I respond to every DM. I respond to every speak pipe message. I respond to all of them. I love to hear it. I love to hear your feedback. Thanks so much for being here. I love that you were. I love that you're interested in knowing more about Clubhouse. And if you want to know more, if you want more help with Clubhouse, whether you're just starting or you've been on for a while, I have a great strategy guide for you, and it's a free download, and it will have you really thinking about Clubhouse very strategically, and not just if you host your own room. It will have you thinking about Clubhouse strategically before you even go into a room, any room. You can get that at bit.ly, so B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash Clubhouse strategy, all one word. No spaces in there, all lowercase, just like it sounds. bit.ly forward slash clubhouse strategy. 
feel free to grab your free strategy guide. You can also get that at least as of right now when I'm recording this on September 22nd. Uh, you can get that from my Instagram as well, but you can definitely get it from bit.ly forward slash clubhouse strategy. Those are 10 different strategies. That's exactly what I use on, on Clubhouse every single day. It's also exactly what I did to start making money on Clubhouse. I monetized the app inside of five days. And honestly, I wasn't even trying for the first two and a half. So I didn't put forth any strategy for the first two and a half days. And then I sat down and I created that list of strategies and I went to town. And you know what? Two and a half days after that, I started making money on Clubhouse. So you can do that too, and it will definitely save you a ton of time in the process. Thanks so much for being here. I love that you are business fabulous, that you're part of the tribe. We'll talk soon.